0: Hey, 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 Fraser Brooks here coming at you with episode number three of the Network Marketing Ninja podcast. I hope you're getting value in these episodes so far, but here's something really cool that I challenge you and dare you to do. If you're listening to me right now and you're on your phone, whichever device you're using, you can see the artwork of the podcast. Send it a screenshot, take a screenshot and post it onto your Instagram stories. Be sure to tag me at Fraser Brooks Online and just write a little bit of text in there and post it to your story. Everyone that I see and I actually like, I will add to my story when I'm able to and send you a reply back when I'm able to. So I do really appreciate all the love and exposure that you guys have been sending in to me and uh, been sharing around there in the network marketing community. It means a lot. And today, I want to share with you a topic that. Honestly, changed my life in more ways than one. And I'm going to tell you the entire story and the lesson behind the story. And that's live streaming video. All right. So growing up, as I've mentioned in the previous um, podcasts, is I was very very introverted growing up, and um, for me it was it, it was tough because as as I've mentioned before, I was bullied a lot as as a kid. Why? Because I had a very gummy smile, and whenever I opened my mouth, people would literally say "aha, gummy smile, gummy smile." So I didn't open my mouth, and if you can imagine like living for like five or six years of your your life without smiling, it can kind of get a bit you know not not so great. Um, and when I, kind of, when I decided to get involved in network marketing when I was 22 years old, I realized that I'm going to have to speak to people. And that involves opening my mouth. So I'm going to have to figure out how to get good at it. And the first year or so, I struggled through, but I was, I was just being really good using the keyboard on my computer And in 2011, 2012, I started to record myself on video, um, like just to do trainings because my team was blowing up and I had to do trainings. And instead of me doing live calls, I just wanted to record them all and put them in a library. So the more I remember looking back at some of the videos and thinking, Oh my days, This is unbearable. It's just, it's just monotone. I'm so, sat there on, on my uh, in my chair completely still, not moving. there's no energy, there's no enthusiasm, there's nothing. And I'm thinking, I'm really excited about my business and where it's at, but it doesn't look like I am. And as the years progressed, there was an app that came out called um, called Periscope. And what Periscope was, it was a kind of not very well known app at the time, but you would literally hold your phone and you would press live and people would be able to find your live streaming and they would be able to give you hearts and it counted the number of hearts you got each live and it added it to your profile. So it would say Fraser Brooks has 38,000 love hearts, right? I know people say people laugh at me when i call them love hearts because they just say they're their hearts they're not love hearts but i think they're love hearts i think it sounds better anyway all right so i used to do that and i used to do one every single day i had no idea what i was going to talk about i would just literally go live and go hey guys i'm going live as i usually do i don't really know what i'm talking about and i used to i used to thrive off the feedback i was getting and periscope sadly is not really used so much now i believe twitter bought them out but what happened was is facebook Released their live platform, and it completely changed everything for me because of what I'm about to share with you. So, side note: it's very, very important that you understand that it took me four months after being able to go live to actually go live. And when I and the reason for that was that I was afraid of what other people were going to think about me. Right? So, there's three reasons why people don't go, and don't go live, and this is kind of. This is a study that I've done over a few years now and spoke to a lot of people all over the world, not just in one country um, or one team or one company. But people don't go live because they don't like the way they sound or look, which is quite a big one, but it's not the biggest one. The second one is they're worried about what other people are going to think about them. And the third one is they don't know what to say. All right? So the the first one we spoke about then, um, was worried about your own appearance or the sound of your voice. So a very easy way to get over that is to simply book yourself in for an appointment with the plastic surgeon and get a face fix. Now I'm just kidding with you. you. Guys, you can't. You've just got to get over that. And you know what I did is I cringe every time I hear myself speak, but I actually force myself to go back over the videos that I've done to continue to see myself and hear myself and you know what, this is really, really weird and I've never told this to anyone. You guys are the first people to hear this. Even my family don't know this. I actually enjoy watching myself back now and I know that sounds completely weird but I've made myself laugh sometimes because I didn't realise I said some things and you might be thinking, oh Fraser, that's that's just a bit weird. Yeah, I know. Uh, It was when I first did it, but it's helped me grow because what I can do, especially with live video, and I challenge and dare you to do this because your success of your live video, very important you listen carefully to this, your success of your live video will depend on how well you know your audience. So imagine you do a live and you say, right, I'm going to talk about the three top tips to losing weight. And you start talking about the three top tips to losing weight but you don't really know, just because you think it's good for your audience, you don't really know how, how how well your audience likes it until during or after the live. They can't tell you before the live, oh Fraser, that live was fantastic, because you've not done the live. So what I do is I do the live. I'm not looking and paying attention to the comments so much, but after the live is finished, I will actually then watch the live back not just because of what I'm saying and doing, but to see what the reactions in the comments and the emojis are because if a lot of people if a lot of people laugh at the same time and say that's brilliant that's hilarious that's gold, then I can see which bit they're saying, and I can make a note, okay, my audience loves it when i I, I laugh at myself, my audience loves it when I talk about social media, my audience loves it when I give a top tip, my audience loves it when I use characters, my audience loves it when I mention the names Bob and Mary those are the kind of characters that I use in a lot of videos right. So then I get to know my audience better, so I get better and better and better. All right. So the second thing that was kind of, I kind of went off on a bit of a tangent there, by the way. Apologies, but I hope you got value from that. (laughs) I do that a lot, by the way. It should be Fraser Tangent Brooks. That should kind of be my new name from now on. And now I'm going on another tangent. Notice that happens. Right. The second one is worried about what other people think about you. And this was the biggest reason why I didn't go live for four months. And I knew it was going to happen because when I did eventually, you know, pluck up the courage to go live, as soon as I went live, and for those of you who have WhatsApp groups with your friends, you'll understand and appreciate this. But as soon as I went live, I had like a notification pop down from the, bottom, from the top of my screen on my phone, say like with the what, the name of the WhatsApp group, and my friend, it said like send a photo, right? And then the next one was ha 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 ha. And the next one was breaking news Frasers live and the next one was like what a weapon and the next one was like ah oh, this is this is this is hilarious this and the next one was what a numpty. Numpty meaning like it's a word that I use for like you idiot or y- y- you know, y- y- yeah, you idiot basically, right? Uh, numpty, N-N-U-M-P-T-Y, numpty. I love it. I just, yeah, my, my Aussie friends as well seem to kind of laugh at that one as well. I'm not too sure. I, I don't know. The connection between the UK and Australia is just ridiculously close. I think that's why I get on with them so well. Hang loose, guys. Shaka. Right, anyway. um So here's the thing. Can't believe I just said that on a podcast, by the way. um. So here's the thing, right? I went live and I I was doing the live and all I was focusing on was what my friends were saying in the WhatsApp notifications that were coming in on my mobile from the top. And I was thinking, oh. So I literally finished the live abruptly and then I deleted the live, went into the WhatsApp group and saw all the comments of my friends and thought, yeah, that wasn't worth it. The risk was not worth the reward. The price I had to pay to get the prize was not worth it. What would be worth it? Me getting 10, 100, 200 views on a Facebook Live or getting embarrassed daily by my friends and the fun getting taken out of me every single, time, every single day I see them? So that's what I was focusing on. I was focusing on too much about what other people are going to think. And I remember at the time I was living in a place called luneburg which is near uh, Hamburg in Germany. And at the time, my fiancé, uh, Svetlana, who's absolutely incredible, woman of my dreams, like she's just everything, she had, at the time, she had a very floral backpack. Now, if you can imagine, this backpack was very light blue in colour, and it had like orange, yellow, red, pink, purple flowers all over the backpack. So, what I decided to do, I said, it's fair. I call her Svet, right? Svetik, Sveta, Svetlana, you know. It, we have little short, short names because saying Svetlana is not so easy being English because it's a Russian name. They're not always easy to say, right? So I say, Svet, can I use your backpack? Because I want to take it to the UK. And she looked at me like, um, yeah, okay. You, you, Okay, this is a bit strange, but yeah, you can. So I take the bag and I pack my essentials into the backpack. And I kid you not... For 100 flights, I fly anywhere from 100 to to 120, 130 flights every single year. So for about 100 flights, I wore the backpack on two straps and I would walk through the airport like an absolute raging lunatic. If you can imagine doing lunges, but imagine if you walk as you're doing lunges, that's how I would do it. And I'd be holding onto the straps at the same time. I'm literally doing it here whilst I'm talking into the microphone. If you look, imagine this really floral, slightly smaller in size. On me, I'm six foot, I'm six foot one and a half, all right? I'm not quite six foot two. Six foot one and a half, so I'm quite tall, and I've got the two straps on. It, it's literally packed, there's so much in this backpack, and I'm walking through the airport with these lunges with a massive smile on my face, and whenever I'm stood in a queue, because you queue a lot in the airports, especially around Europe, I've got my hands on my hips, Superman style, and I'm arching my back with my kind of um, waist pushed a little bit forward. I was an absolute flipping insane human being. But you know what it did, guys? And some of you guys will do it. (laughs) Some of you guys will accept the dare. A lot of you won't. But what, what it did to me is it proved to me and it trained me to really not give a flying crap about anyone else. I really don't care what anybody else thinks and says about me. Obviously, if it's a family member or a close friend or someone I trust and respect and they say, hey, Fraser, you shouldn't have done that, you shouldn't do that, you shouldn't do this, I'll listen to them. But that very, 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 very rarely happens, okay? So I got over myself of worrying. So now I, I'm, I'm not afraid of the way I sound and the way I look. Although I used to be growing up, right? Um, I now don't care about what other people think about me, and you guys can do the same as what I'm doing. The third one was what do you talk about. Now a lot of people will, a lot of people worry here and struggle here because, and I, I didn't. And the reason for that is, and this is a top tip for you guys if you don't already do this, is get a folder. Get a file, get a book, get a notepad, use the notes on your phone and attend as many events as you can, as many networking events as you can, meet as many people as you can, read as many books as you can, listen to as many podcasts as you can, watch as many videos as you can, do whatever you have to do to grow as a person. Now, I'm not, I don't mean sit there on your sofa, and just watch, listen, and read every single day until you get to know the information to be able to go live. What I mean is in that kind of, when you're driving in the car, maybe you're driving now, listening to this podcast, congratulations, you're doing the right thing. Whether you're in the gym, you're not listening to heavy metal music and dance music, you're listening to podcasts. Because an hour a day is 365 hours a year. That is a lot of information. But the big mistake people make is they listen to information and they don't take notes. So I want you to, if you're listening to this, if, and if you're able to write notes, make sure you are making notes. If you're driving, think about your biggest takeaways after, like, throughout this this podcast, and once it's done, and then make sure when you've stopped or when you can and you've completed your journey, make a note of them because you're not going to copy what I'm doing. But in a few months' time, you're going to add your own spin. You're going to say, "Hey, I heard Fraser Brooks teaching this, or I heard Fraser teach this, or I heard Bob teach this, or Mary teach this, or Samantha teach this, or James teach this." I I wanted to give my view on it. I wanted to put my spin on it. Because guys, at the end of the day, a lot of content that's been said has been said before, but it's your job to put your spin and angle and energy and personality onto it. That's what people are here for. People will watch and listen to what you do because of what it's called, the title of it. They will it fall in love with it because of the way you deliver it and your personality. Now, doing this and saying this, I'm getting flipping fired up because I know this sort of information can has the potential to completely unlock things that you didn't even know that was inside of you. So, I had never worried about I had never worried about what to say because I have a huge, huge, huge library of trainings that I've listened to that I put my own spin on and I do put a lot of my own spin on it. I use characters, I use tonality, I use physicality, I use stories, I use things that happen to me and relate them to. It's just because I've been doing it for a very long time. But if you are struggling for ideas, there's a website called answerthepublic.com. Answer the public.com and with that website what you can do is you can actually search for any keywords you like and it will pull up the most googled searches for that keyword so imagine you type in weight loss it will then go how to lose weight how to get weight loss three top tips to weight loss the importance of weight loss health benefits of weight loss. It Basically, everyone who's searching for that, you then do a live about it. Because if people are Googling it and searching for it, chances are if they see it on their newsfeed, it's like, oh, happy days, I would love to know that. Right? So those are the three things why, that are holding people back from doing live videos. Worrying about what they look like and sound like. Worried about what other people are going to think about them. And worried about what not to say. Once you've got over those limiting beliefs and those fears, now you can start to understand why you need to do Facebook Live. Now, Facebook Live is a very, very powerful tool, so is Instagram Live and you know live streaming videos. Why? Because you can't read tonality, and a lot of the posts that people do are, you know, it, it's uh, an image, uh, um, it's an image or a quote, a lifestyle post, a testimonial, but they don't do videos. And you can't read someone's tonality and excitement from the text. Yeah, you can put three fire emojis. You can put rocket emoji, rocket emoji, rocket emoji. You can do all that. But there's nothing better than seeing someone fired up about what they're teaching and training in a live video. Will you be a master when you first start? No. You're going to be a complete and utter disaster. But that's just the way it is. That's the process. And that's the flow that everyone has to go through. Okay? So here's what happened to me. I made a decision to go live every single Tuesday night at 9 p.m. UK time, you can feel free to go and find me on Facebook. Um, it's literally facebook.com forward slash fbrooks, right? Forward slash fbrooks, and that's my personal profile. You can go see, you can just go follow me, set me to see first. But every Tuesday night. Every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. UK time, I go live. And it usually lasts anywhere from 30 minutes to 45 minutes teaching a topic in depth. And I'm very, very visual. So I use my whiteboard. I draw a lot of stuff. And I show people. Similar to these podcasts, but you know, it's, it's more of a visual thing and engaging. But obviously, podcasts are awesome for you to listen when you're in the gym or in the car or on the train or whatever it might be. So what I decided to do is I decided to do that. And I kept doing them and doing them and doing them. And what it did is it created me an incredible culture and community of people who are in network marketing. So I'm heavy, heavy, heavy on network marketing. You might have guessed that um, because that's kind of all I know and all I've grown up with. All right. So I go heavy on network marketing, talk about social media, positivity, belief, core values, principles, leadership, mindset, mind flow, and all of that sort of stuff. So what happened was, is my audience started to grow and grow and grow. And what I mean by that is, every single week, the number of, the number of people didn't grow. But I would, I would attract more attention. So the live viewers wasn't growing, but the replay viewers were growing very, very slightly. And then all of a sudden, I would do a live and my audience just fell in love with it because I started to understand and learn what my audience liked and loved. And it just went through the roof and there would be tens and tens and tens of thousands of people watching the lives overall. I think my biggest live so far, my biggest, my biggest Facebook video so far has had over 780,000 views and I've got, I've got two or three that have done over half a million as well, um, which is amazing, right? It's absolutely insane that, that, that that's been able to happen. But I've now, at the time of this recording, I've done 115 of them week after week after week after week. But here's when it gets really good. When you start to have your own show, meaning you have your own show, whether it's a podcast or a Facebook Live show or a YouTube channel or whatever, you start to create another level of influence by which I mean mean that you're doing what the majority of people aren't doing because the majority of people don't have a podcast. The majority of people don't have a weekly Facebook Live. The majority of people don't have a YouTube channel. So what happens is other influencers will see you with influence and think, I want to be this person's friend. I want to connect with this person. Because it's like celebrities dating celebrities. You won't see Justin Timberlake walking into the Morrison supermarket or the Asda supermarket or Tesco supermarket or Coles if you're in a, in in the um, Australia or Walmart or wherever if you're in the US or whichever your local supermarket is. You won't see Justin Timberlake walking in there and going, "Hey, you look like a very sexy uh, shelf stacker. I would love to go on a date with you." No. He's dating other people who are in. Obviously, I think he might, might be married now, but you get my point. He's dating other people who are celebrity status, who are at the same level as him, at the same mindset, the same principles, the same you know surroundings, the same kind of understanding. All right, and it's the same with influencers. And if you want to grow a fast, quick, solid business. Attracting influencers is going to be one of the big reasons, and I'm going to give you the story, one of my favourite stories. And if you're still listening to now, congratulations, because I'm going to share with you one of my favourite stories that happened to me personally inside of network marketing. So at the time, I've obviously left the field, and I've probably done about, I've probably done about 40 episodes, 45 episodes of my of my my weekly Facebook lives, and. Eric Worry, I follow Eric Worry a lot. Eric Worry is the the author of GoPro, and he he runs the number one, biggest um, generic network marketing event in all of the world at, t- at the time of this recording called GoPro Recruiting Mastery. Big shout out to him. We'll have to get him on the podcast at some point. Um, and what he what he did, what 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 he posted, he said, um, "Who knows of anyone in network marketing who crushes it on social media?" And I saw the post and I was like, oh, this is a really good post. I'd love to be able to connect with other people that that people recommend. So I'm going through the list and, you know, he posted at an awkward time in, in the day. I think, I think we were kind of asleep in Europe. But there was, you know, people people like John and Nadia Melton, Ray Higdon, Rob Sperry, Bob Heilig, Rachel Jackson, Angel Fletcher, Whitney Taylor, husband, Todd Fackler. There was a lot of people on this list of people who use social media to crush it in the network marketing business, whether they're a coach or in the field. I woke up that next day to hundreds of notifications and I didn't know what was going on and the first thing I did before I checked my notifications was I wanted to see all the different names of people who if I didn't know any of these people who were crushing it on social media I wanted to see if I can connect with them and I would literally go down the feed and it would say, Fraser Brooks, Fraser Brooks, Fraser Brooks, Fraser Brooks, Fraser Brooks, Fraser Brooks, Fraser... someone else, someone else, someone else. Fraser Brooks, Fraser Brooks, someone else, so... Fraser Brooks, Fraser Brooks. I don't know what had happened, but it just completely blew up. My name was all through the feed. It was absolutely everywhere. And I was completely overwhelmed with gratitude. I just could not believe it. I thought, wow, just turning up every week and helping people, being consistent this has happened. I'm so grateful. Thanks so much, guys. And that's all I expected. Later that night, I was lying in bed, and it was 1 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning. And I get a text. I get a friend request from Eric Worry, And I, at the moment, I'm thinking, wow, this is cool. Uh, but maybe it's a spam. My first, my first reaction was, oh, yeah, it must, be, it must be someone, one of his fake accounts. I accept the friend request. And as I do to everyone, biggest piece of advice I could give when, when you're connecting with people, when people add you is I accepted the friend request and I messaged him saying, hey, Eric, great to be connected with you here on Facebook. How's things? I message everyone, that doesn't matter who you are. Hey, Eric, hey, Bob, hey, Mary, hey, Joe, hey, Sue. Great to be connected with you here on Facebook. How's things? And he went, hey, man, are you awake? And I said, yeah. He said, call me. And he gave me his phone number. So I'm there about half past one in the morning. Svetlana's like completely asleep. And I'm on the phone to Eric Worry we have about a, we have a conversation for about an hour and a half and he was basically asking me about my my values my background my core beliefs all around network marketing and he said wow uh i want to invite you to my home he said what are you doing on the i think it was the 13th of may and i actually had another event booked but i i I got out of it somehow i i was able to 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 get out of it because i kind of said i was double booked and stuff um so yeah if you booked that event on the the 13th of may uh 2018 i I apologize um but i think you can let me off for this one um so I actually so I, I did an interview with him on on his GoPro Facebook page. I then interviewed him on my personal profile on one of the Tuesday Night Lives, which I think got ninety thousand views uh, very, very quickly. We had 1800 people on the live. It was mad. Then I went over to Eric's house and did a social media summit. I spent some time in his house. Um, he 's obviously now in his new absolute man- massive mansion which i was which was I was at last weekend for his housewarming party, which is awesome but over the last year i 've got to know Eric on a friend level uh, i 'm very honest with him I give him honest feedback on videos that I see he asks for that as well from me, and we just have this understanding and as a result of me being consistent, getting over my li- limiting beliefs, creating a show, and being consistent, not only am I now friends with to be honest with you, my generation's Jim Rohn for network marketing, but he's on speed dial. I've hung out with him. I've spoken on his stage at GoPro in front of 7,000 people sharing the stage with John Maxwell, Les Brown, all of this. Um, And I've also hung out at his house a couple of times and attended different stuff. And we'll be hanging out here in Europe in the next couple of weeks as well when he comes over. Here's the thing that I really want you to understand You have to get over yourself. You are your biggest obstacle. If I, honestly, if I can do it, so can you. You might think, well, now, Fraser, you've got a background in this. You know a lot about this sort of stuff. Yeah, but I was the biggest introvert you will ever have met. My biggest regret, and I say this on a lot of videos and a lot of podcasts that I do now, is my biggest regret is that I didn't record the beginning of my journey. I didn't document what I did, whether it was a video, a live, um, a story, a post, whatever. I didn't document the beginning of my journey because the transformation is the aim of the game. Progress beats perfect. Transformation is everything. So go out there, make the decision that you are going to be consistent with your Facebook lives, your YouTube lives, your Instagram lives, whichever it might be, because you one day will have the influence and you will attract the attention of other influencers. All right? So, If you haven't already done so, feel free to subscribe to the podcast and leave me a positive review. I would absolutely love that. And also make sure you take a screenshot of this episode and then tag me at... Fraser Brooks online and put me into your Instagram story or mention me in one of your Facebook lives or Instagram lives uh, and let people know what you thought of the episode so they can go and check out the podcast too because the more people we get subscribe and tune into these podcasts the more episodes I want to do and the more value I want to bring and as soon as we hit a certain milestone I'm going to be starting to interview some absolute legends as well upcoming legends and already legends I appreciate you guys thanks so much and I'll see you soon bye bye